It's your turn to kick it off, Andrew. Welcome or is it uh is that cat's turn? Yeah, yeah. Here you go, Oh. Wow. Welcome, Welcome to the Get, to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew, and this is Percy. Hi, Percy. Percy's looking directly into the camera. Amazing. If you're only listening to this podcast, you did hear the purrs, but um, Andrew's mom's cat's purse is named Percy, and... Percy is just chilling on Andrew's lap right now. I don't know how we we're going to record this episode. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Are you uh, checking for fleas? No, I just thought I felt something for a sec. Uh, See, uh. this is probably how the cat hair got on here. It's probably <laughs> you rubbing your butt on my microphone, punk. <laughs> let's 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 hope that it was the face and not the butt. Yeah. Yes. This week's episode of Get Off says sponsored by Percy. Yeah. I, uh, he's probably just going to curl up and take a nap here at the rate he's going. Although I think what he wants is food. Well. I think he oh, wants we can't food. Have we can't have a hungry cat. No, that just means he's probably going to eat me at some point in this episode. So stay yes. tuned for gratuitous live feeding. Yeah. <laughs> So last night, um, I had my brother, his wife, and his daughter over, uh, mm -hmm. smoke a chicken on the Traeger, which turned out really well, though it took a little bit longer than I expected. And then we couldn't find the cat for like three hours. She doesn't like kids or like mm. strangers. So I was like, what if she crawled in somewhere and got hurt and can't get out? And Aww. I was really stressed out. And Rick like maybe she'd get stuck behind a, uh, a dresser or something. Funny story. <laughs> that is where I found her. Oh, really? In the same, yeah, the same corner in which I had gotten stuck. But she was she wasn't stuck. She was just um, hiding. Apparently, she can fit under the whole dresser, oh. which we didn't know before, and um, that's why we could not find her. And I was just like laying in bed, thinking, "I'm so scared for my cat." Like because we just had the bedroom door open upstairs, and she was not under the bed. She could not have gone in the closet. She could not have gone in the bathroom. So there was there weren't a lot of places that she could be. So I was sure. like, I have no idea. Like it was right. very confusing. Well, then you just got to think: if I were a cat, where would I get stuck? Apparently, I am a cat because I had been stuck <laughs> there also. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, I'm just like laying in bed, just trying to be quiet. Maybe she would come out. And I kept hearing what I thought was like cat sounds. Mm -hmm. And but then I would look anything. around. No. So then finally I looked in kind of behind the dresser and I saw this little black blob. I'm like, is that the cat? I got a flash. And I'm like, it is. And she just wouldn't even look at me. She was so mad that I let strangers into the house. Well, I mean, that certainly beats the alternative of uh, a cat haunting <laughs> your uh, house as a ghost in a Vic Victorian nightgown. <laughs> that sounds pretty cute, though. Wow, Percy is feeling that microphone. I feel like I should have started the episode like turned away, just like, and then just like brought back in. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can have you fade in a okay, little no, bit. No, 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 you do not eat my, my my headphone cable. Yeah, 
about that. Yeah, and then of course uh, I'm going a little viral because of a tweet I made. So that's fun. I know, which is probably why this guy's here, right? Yeah. He's like, I heard that you can make cats famous. Are you here for the catnip lady? Hmm? (laughs) So there was a wholesome meme that was like the, um, this text between a a mother and child, I assume. And it was a bunch of multicolored capsules. And it was the mother texting a picture of the capsules to the child and said, we're going to have a talk when you get home. And the kids replied, put one in water. And then the mom just replies, why? And then sends back a picture of something expanding in the water. And she says, what is this? And the child responds, it's a rhinoceros. It's one of those things that like expand into a thing. So I told a story about how um, once my mother was at my house and uh, she sees a little bag, baggy of uh, dried leaf substance. And she's like, you just leave your pot out. And I look over, I'm like, cause I don't. I don't really ever buy flour even. So I'm like, what? I look over. I'm like, that is catnip. And then I posted a picture of the catnip, which doesn't look at all like any marijuana anyone should smoke. And uh, now it's at like 300,000 impressions. It's pretty good. Hey, at least I'm not being ratioed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, of all the things, of all the things, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's. About my cat. I would prefer it to be about my band, but can't have everything. But, I mean, you're getting people to probably click on your profile. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure. We'll go with that. So, yeah, that's that's a lot of what's new with me. What's new with you, bud? Uh, What's new with me is, um, golly, uh, I put an offer on something for the first time in forever on Reverb. Ooh. And it got declined because someone paid full price for it. And I probably should have just paid full price for it up front. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those, like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I know it's a good price. I know it's exactly what I want. And I know there's probably not very many out there. What was it? Uh, it was a Copper Sounds Telegraph. Which oh. Which is the, like the stutter pedal you tap your hand on. Oh, there you go again. Uh, there aren't a lot of those out there. I thought that that was like one of their stock offerings. Uh, not a lot of them out there in the color that I want. Oh, uh, orange. Yeah. So this one was a. Uh, it was called Mars. It was like an orange sparkle. looks Looks great. And it was listed for like seventy bucks, which is one of the cheaper options. Dude, that you should were. just pay full price. And I, for some reason, I, I was like looking at like, I don't know, I'll just like maybe I'll offer sixty and just let them counter sixty five, and that's why they have a make an offer button, right? Yeah. Someone else paid full price a couple hours later. I'm like, well, probably shouldn't have paid for it. Just because I technically have the money doesn't mean I have to spend it right now. There's other things I could be saving for. That's true. <clears throat> it's just That's really true. easy to buy like, oh, look, a $60 pedal here, $100 pedal here. Yeah. Um, Man, speaking of like cheap pedals, I did that Moz Effects Tiny Fuzz demo. And like yeah, yeah, yeah. five people have messaged me that they bought – that fuzz, including um, a couple, pa- at least one Patreon Patreon supporter. Supporter, you can support us on Patreon at, at Patreon.com/slash/GetOffset for as little as five dollars a month. You can have access to our super secret Discord account. It's a Discord server, yes. This, yes, yeah, server. Where did I put the fuzz? But it's it's really a cute fuzz. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have moved it over closer to my board because I liked it a lot. But, um, 
dude, where is it? Whatever. As I was playing it, I was like filming the demo. I'm like, this reminds me of something. What does this remind me of? And I remembered I went to Nashville in late 2019 and I didn't bring, didn't bring my board. I just um, brought myself. Thank you, Rick. And, uh, and I, um, Oh, oh, yeah. And I borrowed a fuzz pedal from a no name fuzz pedal from uh, my friend Sean. And I liked it so much. I like I kind of wanted to buy it from him. And then I'm mm-hmm. playing this little tiny fuzz by Moz Effects. And I'm like, oh, my God, this this is this has got to be like the same, the same thing. It sounded really, really nice. I liked it a lot. It reminded me of that. Nice. That was cool. And then I got um the Blessed Mother by Heather Brown Electronicals. I saw that you got that. It sounds really good. I think I'm a convert convert to the uh, inclusion of a clean blend and uh, overdrive pedals. It's definitely a sound. It is. <laughs> it's a sound, says Andrew. <laughs> I think uh, I, I love the idea of a clean blend, but it just seems so strange at the same time. It's like, I it's like super, it. I thought it added a lot of um, articulation to. It's like subtle, but also not all at the same time. Oh, and oh wow, that was just floated right in front of the camera. You got a <laughs> clear view That's, of Percy's ass. Yeah, baby's got back. He's a big cat. Let me show you, let me show you what I'm working with. He is a big boy. Um, like eighteen pounds or something. Jeez, that's twice the size of Carrie. <laughs> twice the size of poppy they still fight that's really yeah. entertaining <laughs> well right. you know poppy's probably a little faster younger yeah a bit faster a bit younger percy's a little on the geriatric side okay don't sit on the mouse and he's just is gonna he hang a, out here is he a senior kitty um for kitty standards i think so yeah i think he's what like 11 years wow old something like that He's yeah. still got some fight in him. Carrie's got to be like eight by now. Because we got her when she was four or five. We've had her for three or four years. Yeah, well, we got Percy when he was a kitten. Oh. When I was in high school. Wow. Which was 10 or 11 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I think about how I graduated from college 10 years ago this year. I met Rick 10 years ago this year. Oh, hi, Carrie. Oh, did you hear that? We're going to get another kitty on the podcast? Maybe just on the... Oh, she's not going to let me pick her up. (laughs) I kind of rotated over very slowly and looked down at her, and I think she saw that look in my eyes. She wants me to go upstairs and play with her is what she wants. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear that they're going to uh, release more Bliss Factories potentially this week? I did AMA on the day this episode comes out with Chase Bliss. Oh, really? Yeah, Joel's doing an AMA. Oh, an um, AMA. On Reddit? Oh, there, that's a kitty. Uh, I don't know hole. if it's Reddit or Instagram off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, and you're just coming right back. All right, are it you going to go? Or are you just going to park? You're going to park right here or are you going to go? go? This on. is a cat episode. Go on. Go on. I know. I know, bud. Oh, okay. You're not going to go? 
okay. He's not going to go. Yeah, he's a lap sitter. Um, oh, totally. I'm sure, like, if if you're listening to this podcast, I really recommend switching over the video version at some point just to see Percy just turn Andrew into his own personal chair sofa. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, did you say the the AMA is going to be on Reddit? Um, you know, I think I might be on Instagram. I saw it announced on Instagram. Oh, like one of those story AMAs? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll have to watch that. Should be good. But um, I was just playing the Bliss Factor yesterday. Okay. And then no, I no, 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 no. That what? was my crutch, dude. Wow. So then I – um. I was actually for the first time in a demo. I had some serious fun with the the dip switches on the Chase Bliss pedal. So I turned it into a a fuzzy tremolo, totally, and then a a fuzzy auto wah. (laughs) I really like the like the tremolo sounds of the ramping, but I I only played with it for a little bit before I passed it on to the next guy. Yeah, Um, but I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to adjust like the like the sine wave for the tremolo. Oh, I'm not sure you can because it's just ramping. I I don't know if you can. I feel like there's got to be like some sort of like a hold a switch and turn a knob or something like that to control the ramping on it. Because I vaguely remember that, that being a thing with my Spectre when I had it a couple years back. Yeah. Like some hidden secondary functions. Um, yeah, I mean there's more there's more dip switches on this than, than I was using. I was just like really quickly. I'm like, I've never done this in a Chase Bliss demo. I've never showed you how to, because every Chase Bliss pedal can be a chorus if you try hard enough kind of thing, you know? <laughs> should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's something that like Ryan Burke from 60 Cycle Hum always says. They're all choruses. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. No, I mean, there's a whole world of modulation in just pretty much every single unit they've done. Mm-hmm. That I think is super rad. Yeah. No. So uh, yeah, it, it probably it'll probably scratch an ayahuasca itch if somebody you know really is super sad they didn't get an ayahuasca. Is that your way of subtly advertising your ayahuasca for fifteen hundred dollars? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that my which which do you think would sell for more like which could I get more money out of if I was that kind of person the ayahuasca or the chase bliss uh, gen loss Ooh um yeah probably the gen loss unless I could you're- probably trade both of those pedals for a really crappy car <laughs> or a very <laughs> nice bicycle <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's one way of looking at it. (laughs) Two crappy, two very nice pedals for one very crappy car. (laughs) Yes. Well, speaking of trading, um, I'm picking up a a lamp this afternoon. (laughs) Oh, I love lamp. Um. I particularly love this lamp. Let me see if I can uh, – it's going to take too long to find a photo. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of my community, like, for free page, which is basically like the take my stuff away before I take – The buy nothing good. page? Uh, this one's not part of the buy nof- nothing. This one's a different group. 
but huh. same concept. Um, someone's like, Hey, I've got a lamp here. It's not working. Um, if you want it and you want to fix it up, you can take it. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, the lampshade is like a stained glass, like episode one of Star Wars situation. And I'm like, it's like a, it's like a collector Star Wars item. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's hideous, but it's also so great. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, you're gonna have to send me a picture of that. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, I'm picking it up this afternoon. I, I won it, which makes me really happy. And you should put a picture of it on the Instagram when you get it. I should. Um, I'm a. It, it's a lamp. It can't be hard to fix. It most no, it's probably just some, it's probably just simple wiring stuff. Yeah, I mean that that should be pretty easy. So fix it, make it work, and then I'll. Do one of two things is I'll probably put it on my desk at work, at least for a little bit. Cause I've got my own desk space at my day job, which is nice. And I do go to the office a couple times a week. Um, so I'd probably get a kick out of doing that or I'd be curious about putting it up on eBay once it's functional and see, uh, see what the collectors would be willing to pay for it. <laughs> I wonder. I want to Google Star Wars lamp now. Can you hear my cat screaming? I can. Yeah. Normally, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, I got this for free. I'm going to flip it." But like, it it takes a little bit of work to fix. Yeah, I it. mean, it's not. I wouldn't describe that as like a flipping situation. Nah. Uh, so. That to me, that to me is more like you you just you found something, you fixed it, and uh, you you deserve to make the money because the other person could have done that and they didn't. Because if, if at this point, if you have like vintage Star Wars stuff, you know there's like a chance it's worth money. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. All right. Just message my husband. Like, why is Carrie screaming? Carrie. Carrie. Someone um commented on the YouTube that I sound like Marzipan from Homestar Runner. Oh, damn. Look at that. Yeah, you know, I was looking at a picture like that. That, that. that was on, that was in my research. I don't know. That, I, is, that is a hideous lamp. <laughs> in the best way possible. I, uh. Vintage Star Wars. So it was unsold. There was one unsold on eBay in 2018. It was listed for $200. I don't know how you ship that, like, with any, like, like that seems hard to ship. That would be probably pretty hard to ship. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it disassembles. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I I'm telling myself I might flip it just to make myself feel better for having it around probably is what's going on in my head. Yeah. I mean, you're going to keep that because you love Star Wars is my I guess. Next time I rearrange my, my, this area, or if we move this area to a different part of the house, then I, yeah. then I, I'll, I'll find a way to like put that in a corner. On like, I, yeah, I think it's okay to have like, I think every office needs like one nerdy thing, at least one like nerdy thing. Like this is, this is something that brings me joy and I don't care if it's not aesthetically pleasing or if it doesn't fit. Well, what you can't see off camera. Is my giant Lego Star Wars ship, mm-hmm. my Lego or my Star Wars lunchbox, my Star Wars uh, pint glasses, 
and behind that I have a poster from The Hobbit. That's all just off camera. Oh, and then there's a Chewbacca hiding up by the hi-fi system on top of the shelf. I finally found my Mass Effects pedal. Aww. Yes, it's a birdie with a knife. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. It sounds like um, a terrible 80s song. I'm going to cut you. Like Cuckoo could. No, it's a Beatles song. Cuckoo cut you. Cuckoo cut you. <laughs> cuckoo cut you. Yeah. I'm going to cut you. All right, mister. All right, we're, we're going too far. We're going too far. We probably need to get back. Get back yeah. to. Get back to it at some point. I'm not going to open that up. Um, should we thank our sponsor, Lambertown? We Lambertown. What's with you and never getting his name right? It's called Lambertones. Lambertown pickups. There's an S. Can I tell a story? What? I'm going to tell Wait, a story. Are you Are you serious? It's uh, tones with an S. Yeah. www.lambertones.com. LambertonesPickups.com. How about it? Yep. Well, there you go. Well, his name is Lamberton, and I... Oh, it's plural, not possessive. Sorry, Curtis. Well, I'm pretty sure that... Um, it's tones. In, in an episode, the episode we did with him, I called him Curtis Lamberton. <laughs> no, no. So when we... So before we started the podcast, we were trying to get together a few episodes to start. We went out to Yakima where he's based out of and he actually had us over to our house and um I I remember during the intro you referred to him as Curtis Lambert. Right, that's that that's what it was. I and had a I had a friend um my guitar teacher in high school's name was uh Lambert. And so I we get back to Seattle and I'm just scrubbing through everything to edit. I'm like, hold on a second. Play it again. I mean, welcome to the show, Curtis Lambert. And welcome to the show, Curtis Lambert. I'm like, oh no, oh no. And so what I remember um, doing was, I think I got you to give me like record like five different times of you saying Lamberton. I said Lamberton like Lamberton like five times. Curtis Lamberton, and you were going to. Uh, well, Put so it I, in I, and then you just did. yeah, so I dropped into Logic and I was using the auto tune uh, or like the the pitch correction, <laughs> and I actually got it to pitch correct pretty close, um, but I still couldn't like the cadence just seemed weird, but it it was less weird than saying Lambert, anyways. Um, and then and then your your intelligent wife said, "Why don't you just cut out where she says the last name?" Yep, yep. Is that why I edit the podcast now? Um, that's part of it. I overthink things sometimes. Actually, a lot of the time I overthink things. So I think I, t- I took like a week of like every evening trying to edit that and get it all nailed down just right. And at the end, finally to give it up and say, well, we were using an unideal mic situation and we just be okay with that. Yeah, we tried. We were we were we were in the learning process for sure. Oh, totally. And there's, that's nothing to be ashamed of. No, but Curtis was super super kind to us at that point, um, and still has been kind at to us. At that point, <laughs> no, he right. still is, but he was at that point also. 
uh, he's one of the kindest guys I've met in this industry, like legitimately. Um, he's, he's, he's a real bro. He's a real, real one. As they he's say. He's the homie. So anyways, um, he is a sponsor of the show once again, and we do appreciate it. Curtis is awesome and don't sleep on his pickups. I know we just talked a lot about Curtis, but tell you what, take our word for his, his pickups just sound good. Go check him out. Uh, and take her word on the fact that he's just a really great guy and you should support him with your money. So just pause the episode, yeah. go check out his website for a couple minutes. It's a great looking website. Um, cause he is also a photographer, um, previous to doing this. Um, so he's got some great footage and photos kind of And a lover of coffee. He is a lover of coffee. I've yes. learned some things about coffee from him. <laughs> we message back and forth about coffee sometimes. I'm like, teach me your ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, so go check check it out. Curtis is great. He's one of the people that 100% would support with my money. No questions asked. Yeah. Cool. So um, if you would like to support this podcast, there are a couple ways you can do that. Uh, we've already mentioned our Patreon, patreon.com slash getoffset. You can also buy merch at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. You can buy things from the affiliate links in the show notes for Reverb and Sweetwater and DistroKid. Uh, the DistroKid will actually save you 7% on your first year at DistroKid. And that's distrokid.com slash VIP slash get offset. So, um, yeah. You can also like, comment, subscribe. Please leave an iTunes review. We always say this at the end of the episode. And uh, it's probably better to say it right now while people are still listening. So speaking of people that you would support – um, with your money, with some questions asked, um, I, I would say we're probably on that list for a lot of people. Just some questions. I I don't know. I hope so. Carrie, come here. Where are you? Come here. This is amazing. Carrie, want a cookie? Come here, baby. Do you want a cookie? Okay. You gonna try and get her to appear on camera, or are you just trying to make her happy? I'm just trying to make her shut up at this point. <laughs> <sighs> You're like, Carrie, you want a cookie? Shut up. Um. All right. Lots of cat meows this episode. Joe Braga will be stoked. It's more like it. (laughs) That is what her meow sounds like. Come here, baby. She's not going to jump up on my lap like Percy jumped up on yours. Percy's kind Um, of like a dog like that because I'll just be like, come here, bud. And he'll just like, and just jump up. Yeah, Carrie's uh, has had her cookie, and now she is going to sit in the window for a while. Stare at people. No, and make she's them... going to hide under the sofa. Oh, even better. Yes. All Whatever. right, topic. There's been some drama this week in the independent pedal builder community. There has drama, rama. Don't act so surprised. What would I be surprised about? So I see uh, all things. 
I kind of want to do this without naming names because at least one of the brands in this, like we've talked about before, and I just don't really feel like driving more people to this person's business particularly. Yeah. But we'll say um, one brand is an American-owned uh, pedal company that has, in the past couple years, really doubled down into um, the marketing is like almost aggressively like right wing. It's aggressively right wing to the point where uh, this person has named pedals after um, right wing political slogans. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with like a a right wing leaning, but like straight up violent though is kind of. It's bad. It's just, (laughs) I just, there's no way to say it other than like everything this guy says is bad. It's, it's homophobic often. It's certainly sexist. Um, Although some of the parody accounts I've seen are so (laughs) (laughs) They're parody. Like this person is so like, reviled that there are literal parody accounts that take his his images and hashtags and it's really uh i don't know if i can get down with it because i think it's pretty homophobic also but like implying that he's gay which i I think there's something wrong obviously there's something wrong with being gay but like when someone is so homophobic and anti-gay you kind of want to hit him where it hurts, and I do get that. But this guy, oh my god! Sorry, <laughs> he just—I just looked at a pic. His most recent picture is just like uh, an AR style rifle. It looks like uh, it looks like it says PA fifteen multi. Um, and then uh, his pedal that's named after a right wing slogan. <laughs> And Bless then the captions, let freedom ring, baby. U.S. Bless U.S., you. U.S., U.S., U.S. Thank you. So, yeah, lots of guns. Lots of things. He took down his statement? No, maybe not. But, um, so he got into it with another pedal builder. This other pedal builder is based in the, um, Europe. And um, how I came to discover this was the... European pedal builder posted about this U.S. builder leaving a really terrible negative review on mm-hmm. their Facebook page, and a one that I would say is obviously fake enough, sure, but also bad. Um, I, let me let me read from that if I can. <clears throat> Like a slander lawsuit probably wouldn't go very far because of how absurd it clearly is. I think it's, um, is it liable when it's written? Uh, horrible customer support, garbage quality pedals, bad tone. This dude who owns this hobby level company must be a racist white supremacist fascist. As I don't believe they have donated a single penny to black lives matter, nor Antifa. You don't donate money to Antifa dummy. Um, the owner is a lame excuse for a commie-loving leftist socialist. Uncle Stalin and Brother Mao are not happy with this new generation of soft leftist activists. This business needs to hire more women, people of color, non-binary, LGBTQ engineers, not enough diversity in the workplace. The shop environment is lame. Too many white, emo-loving, soy boy beta, beta males lounging around playing air guitar and not getting serious work done. No wonder all their pedals sound like a wet fart. 
You also have to question the judgment of an owner who puts tats on she, her neck and hands. It just screams unemployable. For the record, this title company seems to be owned by a man. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. <clears throat> I recommend you buy a random pedal on AliExpress over this place. Lame. P.S. I heard a rumor that the owner is a secret lover of state police and that he has a boyfriend in the German armed forces. He loves to drive. He drives a big, sexy leopard to tank. I mean, I would like to drive a tank personally. There's a lot to unpack in that negative review. And um, I will say that no matter what prompted this, I don't think that this was good in any way. It is homophobic. It is sexist, potentially transphobic, um, just really crappy all around and not funny. You got to print out of something? No, I actually printed out the statement and I think the best way to encapsulate everything that was just said is just. For those listening, he balled up the paper and threw it over his right shoulder. Andrew did. For good luck. For good luck. I thought it was salt and it was the left shoulder. Only if you see a black cat. I did. Well, anyways. Um, yeah. So should we talk about – so that, that's that's what I woke up to one morning. And uh, on asking some questions, what I found out was that the German – I'm sorry, the, the European-based pedal builder had issued some public comments – on uh, some of the paid demos that this American builder had, um, you know, um, what's the word? Commissioned. Um, based saying things like, did you know that this guy, what, what actually, I, should, I shouldn't paraphrase. Did you know that this pedal builder also sells the Klan drive and the right-wing political slogan, drive? And half of that is true. This person does sell a pedal that is named after a um, a very right-wing political slogan. As far as I can tell, this person has never sold a clan drive, though. Yeah. I'm not aware of any unit, but I don't know. I'm finding myself calling back to the episode series we did on trolls. Yeah. And I'm just... Looking at this and going, why did you feed the troll? Why did you feed the troll? Why? Just ignore why would you it. poke? Why would you poke a bear that's that unstable? Like that's not that was not the. So this is kind of a situation where, if this was on Reddit in the in the subreddit, am I the asshole? I would very gently say they're both assholes, but one's a bigger asshole. Like this, this European builder probably should not have been publicly saying that this person has a drive pedal named after a terrorist organization, unless you have like proof of that. And as far as I can tell, this person does not. This person is obviously very anti-Black Lives Matter. Very sure, um, but is he capable of cleaning white bed sheets? I'm not entirely certain. So. I'm not going to make that insinuation, but I just, I don't like this. I don't like this. Like, I don't, I don't like this American pedal company and I think it should be pretty obvious why 
They right. use sexist advertising practices. The things that come out of this guy's mouth or like via his keyboard, I think are pretty deplorable. And I will say that I just, I think they're, I think it's pretty deplorable. Um, I think this guy's a jackass to be clear. And I don't think that he would disagree that he's a jackass. Cause if you, if you, if you, if you, if you're going to say, if you're going to behave like this, I think you have to have some self realization that you are being and a, a jackass. conscious choice to not care. Yeah, but this is also, like, so, um, we know that, now we know what kicked this off. This European company commented on, uh, YouTube demos, uh, saying that, did you know this guy has these pedals that are named after one's true and one is not true as far as I can tell? And, um, he obviously, oh, yep. And also called, uh, the owner of the American company openly racist. What I, I, I'm not willing to disagree with that claim personally, but I'm not either. I'm not either, but I know it, when you also got, would, I also wouldn't be the one. Putting my company name on that? I wouldn't be putting my company name on that. No, I wouldn't be publishing that from a company account. At least you're being open about like what you're doing, but. Our gung ho American compadre is a, he doesn't care. So he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care. It comes off to people who don't like it. In fact, I would go as far as to say he probably enjoys like Uh. on an intrinsic level. Yeah, this guy really, really does. Like, he he really does. I think that's clear. And what happens with this American company is that it feels like every couple months he comes out and he does something this level of outrageous. And, and gets the attention. He gets reposts and drives traffic to his channel. And, and, and inevitably sells- there's a handful of people that – like, most people look at that and say, like, whoa – Bro, no, 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 not okay. But then there's like the three or four people that go like, heck yeah, brother. Um, yeah. Freedom. No consequences. I'll buy this. And they go yeah. to order something and he sells like his sound like eight pedals in a month. Um, yeah. So he probably, he, he, my guess is that he does this intentionally whenever he needs a sales boost. That's like the marketer in me says like you that. You do something outrageous. Yeah. When you get kicked back, you say my freedoms are being suppressed. Yep. And then you use that as leverage for pity for sales. I mean, that's. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I think the logical thing is just allow, just ignore it and allow that sort of marketing technique to die in mediocre, mediocre nothingness. Yeah, because it's giving it is the and that's that's exactly why we're not naming either of these companies, um, because we don't really want them to get more attention, name attention for behaving this way. It's in the because like it's like when Morgan Wallen was videotaped saying the N word, getting suspended by his label, not dropped, suspended and dropped right. by a couple of agencies that'll re-sign him and six months or whatever. Right. Like he, his sales like quadrupled. Yep. 
that's what happens. It's like when people complain about things like cancel culture, like, I'm sorry, most of these people getting canceled get wealthy in the process. I mean, that's definitely not out of the realm of possibility for a lot of those instances. I mean, I'm looking at like Gina Carano and everyone's like, oh, well, she got canceled. I'm like, no, she clearly said something that her as a she's clearly one a representative of her, of her employer publicly yeah. two she used her public platform to say something that was not representative of her of her employer's um right. culture wishes her employer then said hey like maybe we apologize for this and let's move on and let's like figure something out she then said no her agent dropped her she continued yeah. to post things that were that she knew exactly were not in line with her employer. Her employer and then they dropped were inflam- her. They were inflammatory anti-Semitic comments. Is they were about the Holocaust. Yeah, I mean, I think no. that in the Holocaust is something where you have to tread lightly, no matter what you're saying. Right. And think, for those who don't know, this was the actress from The Mandalorian who was quote fired for being conservative, but they knew she was conservative when they hired her. Right. No, it's I like mean, you it's look at Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer is conservative and openly conservative. People know it. It's, I don't think it impacts his ability to get work. I don't think he's getting fired from TV shows or opportunities because he's conservative. I think without digging into the conservative, liberal, whatever, othering kind of types of conversations, I think yeah. – because I think to an extent, I mean – that's just a way to gain leverage in the whole conversation. I think just to break it down in simple terms, and that's an employer-based thing. But so you look at that and you go, okay, well then they're going to profit off of that. Gina Carano already has a movie deal um, with with a conservative uh, with failed a con- screenwriter Ben Shapiro. <laughs> uh, no, he really wanted to be a screenwriter before he right. started the Daily Wire. Yeah, just don't feed it. Um, no, yeah, it's. <sighs> It, it just, but it really is. It's, it's, I think that state, I think that the idea of cancel culture is like the satanic panic and that it doesn't exist. Like there was this huge satanic panic in the eighties and you're probably too young. Like I got kind of the last wave of that when I was little, but they really thought that like preschool teachers were ritualistically abusing children. It created this whole entire satanic panic with like the idea of lost memories, Christine remembers and all this crazy stuff. And it was, none of it was real. It was just like, it was literally just imaginations. You mean and to it tell me that Chrissy Teigen doesn't have whole frozen children in her freezer? And that's the new satanic panic, but it's not Satanism. It's, it's pedophilia, Leftism, I guess. Hollywoodism, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, man. Like, it's just, yeah. So, I mean, bringing that back, I mean, <laughs> yes, there's got to be consequences, but in other instances with cancel culture, which I don't know, whatever, um, there's an employer situation where there, there's a power dynamic where there's clear, like, consequences are set out. Hey, if you do this, this is going to happen. Then someone does it, and this happens. Now, when you've got an independent brand and you don't have that kind of oversight, especially if they don't have dealers, it's all direct to consumer. Yeah, all there's, you can do is ignore it and not buy it if you don't right, like it. Right, because there's there's no way to really enact anything unless it goes to a level of – unless what they're saying or doing goes to a level of um, crossing some legal boundaries, which is inflammatory as everything he said is. 
nothing really has unless you want to spend a lot of money to try a push for like a libel slander lawsuit. Well, there are countries where it's a lot easier to try for um, libel sure. than than like the UK or the United States. Like there, like I'm sure that there are some countries where like making some of these claims could be considered defamatory enough. Like I would, I really hesitate against defamatory statements, but then again, this European builder also said something that as far as you or I could tell in our research, isn't true. This person does not seem to have a pedal that's named after a terrorist, a white supremacist terrorist organization. Sure. So, so that's I mean, why yeah, muzzling the- both ways is certainly not going to help you because all you're doing is giving up the high ground. No, um, yeah, which and that's hard. It's and, uh, and I don't think it. I don't think it's worth. I don't think it's usually worth giving up the high ground unless you are like I, I <laughs> on like a non political basis because you look. I think you have to kind of match what the other person is doing sometimes, and sometimes that does involve kind of like fudging the high ground a little bit. But this is not. Even close to one of those instances. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that like so because sometimes you have to beat them at their own game. Like that's that's yeah, but I don't think this is a game where anyone wins. No, Um, so I think I think you just take a step back and you say it's over, small independent pedal builder. I have the high ground. Yeah, and that's I think that that was a bad move on the European builders' part because you're right. It's it it creates a place where this American builder can garner sympathy that I don't particularly think he deserves. Yeah. But um, let's um, see. Do, do, do I want to read the American builders statement? No, no, nope. So, but, but I will say that the American builder will talk about like, so-and-so initiated this. They started it. They started it. No one should be bullied online, but they bully people online. Clearly like they were, the, you can say you were defending yourself, but you, you took it a lot farther and that's not good. Implying that there's double standards is a great way to, or using double standards to play the victim card is a great way to get sympathy as the victim. And it just ignore it. I don't know. Sometimes I, it's double standards and sometimes it's just what about ism. Sure. But like, so you can Honestly, talk though, about like, part of me feels bad for even just talk, like even just talking in vague terms about this. Um, I know. I guess the advice is just, especially if there's no legal or employer oversight, you're kind of just left with, they can do what they want. It's their brand. They can say what they want within a legal boundary. I mean. Yeah. But I will, I, there is something I do kind of want to say just to kind of, kind of wrap this up is that one thing in the American brand statement was, um, no one deserves to be harassed and bullied online, regardless of their political, religious, racial identity, sexual orientation, or gender, period. And to that, I say, then stop calling men women like it's an insult. Stop make stop implying that someone is gay like it's an insult. Honestly, like, you, 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 you say that you don't like to be bullied online, but the truth is, you're an asshole online, constantly. You are you you are defensive whenever whenever somebody says anything about this guy like mm-hmm. th- like like saying hey dude this is not cool he gets so defensive instead of introspective and that kind of rage and 
inability to like take a step back and look at what you're doing and think maybe somebody else has a point is, is really what feeds into this, uh, this, this feeling that he's being bullied because for a lot of people, if someone says like, you're wrong, you shouldn't say that. The, the instinct is to say, well, screw you. What do you know about me? Da, 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 da. And like, it's to, the instinct is to get defensive and it takes a bigger person to step back. Think about why that person say that said that maybe decide whether or not you, what you think that what they said has any like weight to it. And then, then react because like on this podcast, you and I have both said things where someone was like, that wasn't cool. And we had to take a step back and we're like, yeah, it wasn't, was it? Yeah. But I mean, you, some people, so you get a couple of things though, is like the, the reaction you just gave, I think is the reaction he's trying to elicit out of people. And if he ever watches this podcast, he's going to love the hell out of what you just said. Uh, Two. I don't care. Yeah. It's because um, like, I'm not, I'm not saying this for him. Sure. None of this, like I, I listen, I know this person doesn't care what I think. That's fine. I'm saying this for other people. Who might still have more capacity, I think, to and consider their sure, behavior. But some people don't have don't have that capacity and or refuse interest. to engage that capacity. I think they don't have the interest. And to that I say shake the dust off your feet and, and move on. I mean that's Yeah. I it's easy I you know what I, I and I do think it's easier to not get riled up person frankly, Andrew, when when you're not like one of these identities that are being hurled around like they're insults. Sure. So like it's, it's a little bit harder and you know, that stuff doesn't burn me the way it used to. Um, like I'm a big girl. I'm, I've like experienced a lot worse than what this guy is, you know, saying about women, but I don't, I, I, I don't want other young girls who are coming up in, in the music and gear and guitar to have to, to have to experience the same kind of crap that I experienced and that, you know, people experienced older women older than me experienced when they were coming up when it was even worse. I just want to continue to get better. And I just, I really want people to think about like how stupid it is to um, act like, being a woman's an insult. Act like being transgender is an insult. Act like being gay is an insult because it's not. I agree. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I, I agree that it doesn't hit me the same way. Um, and I, I certainly concede, like readily concede that it'd be very frustrating to, to watch that all unfold if it was directed towards a category that um, you identify with. So, no, I like, I, I fully concede all of that, but at the same time, yeah. I don't think it's unfair to acknowledge that if you react a certain way, you're giving this person one, what they want and two more free marketing. So, well, yeah, but again, I'm not talking to him. Sure. No, I agree. I, I want the, I want the industry to continue to improve in its culture. I think seeing that, you know, like 90% of the gear world is, pretty vehemently like, yeah, that dude sucks. Move on. Yeah. Um, I think that's a win. No, I mean, I think that's a step in the right direction. I think I, I feel pretty comfortable knowing that I have blocked, uh, said builder among <laughs> other builders that have just straight up blocked. Don't even give them the attention. 
don't even give them the traffic of looking at it. And every once I do have a burner Instagram account every once in a while, I'll go check in on a couple of things. Um, but that's mostly just to, yeah. Yeah. I try to not block people. Honestly, I just, I do try to not block people. I don't typically, but there's a certain level of toxicity where I just have to shake the dust off my feet and say sayonara. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, anything else we want to talk about? <laughs> uh, I mean, on that note, uh, I would say all people are welcome to listen to this podcast. All people should feel safe listening to this podcast. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. I like, I like people. Not the, Good. I'm not typically the hyper judgy type. One of us needs to like people. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting grouchier the older I get. I give, okay. it, I give it another five years before I'm full out curmudgeon. But until then, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I like missing, I like misanthropes. I feel like I'm, I'm just naturally drawn to really misanthropic people, like, <laughs> which is, which is probably like a nightmare for them. Like, oh, you're grumpy. I like you. <laughs> I don't know why. I just. I get along well with grumpy people. I used to work in a, at a library and uh, one of the older li- librarians, she was, I didn't think she liked me very much and she probably didn't. And uh, I was talking to another coworker cause I'm like, I have a chef, a shift with her coming up. I don't think she likes me. And he's like, Oh, she's easy to get along with. Just like offer her some food and com- find something that you can mutually complain about. And uh, so the next shift I brought some cookies and I, um, <laughs> Because normally she didn't like – she would get kind of mad if you would, like, eat at the desk or whatever. And I was just eating some cookies. And I turned to her and was like, man, somebody left – somebody checked out 60 books at once and then just immediately returned them all the other day. And that was that was horrible because they just, like, put them, like, 60 books in the checkout box – like, the, the yep. box outside the library to return them. And so it took me, like, five trips to bring them back in. I'm like, I just checked these books out to somebody. Uh, <laughs> and she, and then, and then she was like, Oh, that's terrible. And then I looked at her, I'm like, do you want a cookie? And she looks at me and says, yes, I would. <laughs> and then we were fast buddies. She would, then she, at that, after that, she would like, let me watch, um, movies on my, my laptop while I was working. Actually, mostly Aww. I watched the twilight zone. And she would be like, Oh, this is a good one. Have you seen it before? <laughs> I won't spoil it for you. I won't spoil it for you. Well, it's probably why I like cats. It's fair. Sorry, that was that was a big digression, but I felt like we needed a little palate cleanser. Sure. No, I appreciate the palate cleanser, but I'm also still musing on one of my favorite philosophers' uh, views of the high ground. Is it a Rush lyric? Uh, no, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Ah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Oh, about what he's saying. I have the high ground, Anakin. Yeah. We watched yeah. that last night. Um, I, Melissa hadn't seen that movie since she was a kid. We've been watching The Clone Wars. Um, we got got to season seven, reached the point where season seven of Clone Wars intersects with uh, 
Revenge of the Sith. And so we uh, watched Revenge of the Sith last night and then the last few episodes of Clone Wars Season 7. And I think we were all just like completely puffy. I teared up by the end of the evening. Wow. It, it's Revenge of the Sith ends really sad, but somehow the end of season seven of Clone Wars is just like that much, like more hits you in the gut. Uh, sad stuff. Really heavy. I cried watching this week's This Is Us. <laughs> I think that show's engineered to make you cry though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And they do a really good job at it. <laughs> yep. Neat. Well, um, in case I like how our cleanser this. is like depressing TV and bonding over hating people. Well, in case you're watching this on Tuesday, this demo that I filmed of this uh, pedal that I bought should be um, out. So please go watch that. I feel like we're winding down. I think it's time for me to. uh, Are you going to play the theme song on that? No. I could probably figure it out, but probably not on the spot. I don't know. (laughs) I'm waiting. Neat. Well, Well, thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to my cat's purrs. Thanks for listening to my cat's screams. Uh, Putting the purrs (laughs) in Percy. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. My name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye.